You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Dana Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Well, today we're going to be looking at Psalm 18, verses 1 through 3. It says this, I love you, Lord. Uh, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and my horn of salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. Today, what I want to talk to you about is how Jesus is our rock. Jesus is our rock. In this psalm, there are a lot of descriptive words that David is using for God. Uh, God is his strength, his fortress, his deliverer, his shield, his stronghold. I love how God is all of these things to us as we turn to him through Jesus and enter into relationship through the gospel. It's good news that we can uh, go to God, have our sins forgiven through Jesus Christ, dying on the cross for our sins, raising us to life and reconciling us back to God in a right relationship. And so David is declaring that this is who God is. He He's mine. It's a personal thing. It's my strength. He is my fortress, my shield, my deliverer. And uh, man, if you haven't put your relationship with God yet and trusted him to be your Lord and Savior, uh, man, you can do that today. You can claim that, that God is your refuge. He is your shield. He is your deliverer, your savior. And it's through this relationship with God that is personal. He starts describing all these uh, adjectives, these descriptive words about who God is. He's saying to us that God is not far off, uh, but he's close to those uh, that love him, uh, that turn to him, that repent. He's close to to people like you and me that are Christians that follow after his ways. He's not uh, distant, but he's close. He's near. Uh, I just started reading through the book of Acts uh, this last uh, week, and Peter he would preach this powerful message of the gospel uh, in Acts chapter three, verses nineteen through twenty. He would say, "Repent, therefore, and turn back." that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you who is Jesus. Uh, when we repent, when we turn to God, uh, there are times of refreshing following. Uh, and there are beautiful times of refreshing as we turn to God and repent and enjoy the relationship. And so David is just expressing that this in, in this psalm, especially in these verses, uh, he's declaring his love for the Lord and how God is this uh, horn of salvation. He wanted to describe the goodness of God in his life. And he says that God is worthy of his praise because this is who God is. He is worthy of our praise because this is who God is. And one of the ways he describes not just once, but twice in these three verses is he says that God is a rock. God is a rock. He actually says this twice. Uh, and this was um, actually a common illustration, symbol, or picture for who God was. Uh, and it's used throughout not only this psalm, these psalms, and uh, scripture, Old Testament and New Testament. Uh, David, in Psalm 1831, later on in this chapter, he would say this, For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God. God is a rock. And this is a beautiful picture of who God is. Uh, let's take some time to ponder and think about this. As I was just writing some thoughts down, uh, rocks are solid. They're strong. They're hard to move. Recently, my family went up to New England for vacation, and uh, we went through this neighborhood to go to a retreat center, um, this monastery that I've 
come to love and visit a few times now. Uh, and um, in this neighborhood, there are these huge boulders. And what was crazy about it is they had a whole bunch of houses and playgrounds and all this different stuff in this neighborhood. But they built around these boulders. And it just reminded me like these boulders, these rocks are big. They are solid. They've been around for a long time. So much so that these houses, even New England style, a couple hundred years old, they built around these rocks because they are so hard to move. They are strong. They are solid. And this is the idea that you get from thinking about rocks. Rocks don't change. They're firm. Uh, many things do change, move. Um, but yet rocks, they're strong and they're solid. Uh, there was another um stop up north where there was this huge boulder. I mean, it was bigger than my house type of rock. Um, and uh, people, including myself, were just climbing the rock to get a greater view. Uh, this rock gave people perspective when they were on top of the rock. Uh, and it was a beautiful view, even so much so that someone had nailed down a, a bench on top of this rock. Um, and so you had to climb it, you could stand on it, it was firm and it gave you a view. Rocks, um, you know, they can be objects of weapons. Uh, it's interesting, you can see a whole bunch of rocks and sometimes rocks get sharp, right? There's jagged rocks that we have to be careful about around the beach um, and rocks can be actually dangerous. If you're not careful, you can slip and you can fall. Rocks could be safe for us as well though because some rocks... Um, there are actually holes in them or maybe a cave that's uh, dug in. You can protect yourself from the elements, uh, a place of protection, um, like a big boulder, um, something like that. Um, and these rocks, uh, big rocks, especially hills or even mountains, they can guide us. Uh, we can get on top of them and see, but then from a distance, we can actually see them clearly over a lot of things. I grew up in uh, Tacoma, Washington. And if you know anything about Tacoma, uh, you know that the, the mountain close to Tacoma is Mount Rainier. Some of you may know this name because of Mount Rainier Cherries. Well, that's where I grew up in. And on clear days in Tacoma, uh, you can always see the mountain. Uh, it would give you bearing. You would know, oh, that's where the mountain is. This is where I am relatively. I'm east, west, north, south, those type of things. Rocks are safe. They're a strong foundation. Uh, people uh, it usually, you know, in Florida, we have this this problem that a lot of things are built on sand. So they come and they put rocks in, they put a foundation in, and they even use rocks uh, in certain parts of our country for houses, uh, brick homes, those type of things. So there's a great diversity in thinking about rocks. And the Bible says God is a rock or is like a rock. He is our rock. And I'm sure that there are many more applications and purposes for rocks, but I find it interesting in scripture that God declares that God is like a rock because even just from my brainstorming of thinking about rocks and my recent trip, uh, I can derive these word pictures and, and illustrations and lessons that, that God is solid. He's strong. He's going to be hard to move. Uh, elements aren't going to knock him down like a storm. He's firm. He doesn't change. God is solid enough for me and you to lean on, to stand on, to get perspective as he guides us. Uh, he's an anchor where we can be safe and secure and we can build our lives on him. We can use him and our relationship to be blessed and to build our lives upon him. And all these attributes of a rock, 
Uh, they're not only found uh, in God uh, specifically, but they're found in Jesus as well. Uh, Jesus would also be described uh, as this type of rock for our lives, one that is strong, stable, uh, one that um, would be firm for us to live upon. The prophet Daniel used the rock uh, to picture the coming Messiah, uh, the coming coming of his kingdom on earth in Daniel chapter 2, the end of that chapter, verses 31 through to 45 and psalm 118 verse 22 uh, there's a prophecy that jesus would would be rejected as the messiah and he would be called the the cornerstone one that we're to build our life on the centerpiece the rock that is stable that we go to the rock uh, that we should build our life on and and go to and peter would allude to this and new testament writers would would bring back this illustration of jesus being a rock in first peter chapter 2 verse 4 through 8 he would tell us that jesus christ is mighty and he's precious and he's a cornerstone uh, paul would say this as well in ephesians 2 22 or 220 and so uh, we can be encouraged to today in these type of uncertain times things are unstable gas prices are going up the stock market all this different stuff is happening but jesus god is a rock our lord is a rock and so here's a couple of takeaways from this scripture and just from thinking about how god is a rock one is this jesus is god god is we're told in scripture is a rock jesus is a rock god and jesus are one jesus is described as a rock and displays uh, the beauty of god in flesh to us the bible declares that both jesus and god as rocks and uh, Jesus is God in flesh. Uh, the Hebrews 1, 1 says he's the exact imprint of his nature. And so we see this beautiful picture of the Trinity, three persons, God, the Father, Son, and Spirit, but yet one God. And all the things that we attribute to God, uh, we need to attribute to Jesus because he is God. Just as David found refuge in God, we can find refuge in Jesus as a mighty rock. Uh, we could turn to Jesus for strength, for security, for guidance. And that's a, the second thing. Maybe another takeaway we can do is we, we can say Jesus is stable and secure. We can go to him. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's reliable. We can trust him. With everything around us being so crazy, uh, may we be encouraged that Jesus is a rock, that we can cling to him, and we can uh, go to someone who's secure, who's stable, who's solid, and have a relationship with this type of person to help us, to be our deliverer, to be our uh, friend uh, in these trials. And so the scripture describes Jesus uh, is is the same yesterday, today, and forever and will always be. And, and there's some a beautiful freedom in knowing that when you trust Jesus, um, that he is your rock, that he doesn't waver. He doesn't grow weary um, in the storms, right? And so um, Jesus is God. Jesus um, is secure. He's stabil, uh, stable. He's strong. Uh, and then I think um, all those descriptive words about God in that psalm, we can describe to Jesus as well. And lastly, uh, we should build our lives upon Jesus then. Uh, if he is strong, if he's secure, if he guides us, if there's all these benefits, what a wonderful foundation we have in Jesus. Don't forget that. When you build your lives upon him, the solid rock, right? On the solid rock and cross I stand, all other ground is sinking stand. This is a great teaching uh, from Matthew chapter 7 about how Jesus says when you build your life upon him and the living word uh, as he taught us to live, 
man, we're going to be stable. We're going to have some benefits and have a deliver, be secure. And as the storms come in our life, he's going to sustain us uh, and we're going to have a firm foundation. So trust Jesus. Trust Jesus as your God. Trust Jesus as your Lord. Trust Jesus as your rock. And so be encouraged today that our God is a rock and may you continue to trust Jesus as your Lord, as your Savior, as your rock. God bless you guys and we will talk to you on another video.